Okay, like always, I messed up. This is not a breakdown show. It's a recap show. And I didn't look up that one guy's name, so don't get mad, please. Or get mad. It's cool. You'll get over it. But again, this is not a breakdown show. It's a recap show. I don't know enough to break stuff down. I could recap stuff, but... I don't know enough to break stuff down. Anyway, episode number one of the recap show. Punch in the mouth, the recap show, not the breakdown show. Alright guys, enjoy. Recap for Ortega versus Zombie. We're gonna start with the very first fight of the night. Said Nurmagomedov versus Mark Striegel. Dude, that fight was a massacre. I'm telling everybody, all these Dagestanian fighters, they're gonna take over the MMA world in a couple years. Look, you got that guy, Said. You already got Peter Yan. He's from Russia. He's from Siberia. But those Russian-based fighters, bro, they ain't joking around. So you got Saeed. I kept calling him Sed last week. I feel really bad. His name is Saeed, not Sed, Adrian. But Saeed Nurmagomedov, looking the bantamweight version of Zabit Magomed Sharipov. These guys are no joke, bro. I'm telling you. I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple years you have Saeed, Zabit, Islam, because Khabib. Even though he officially retired, I'm hearing rumors that he's going to come back for one more fight. You got Saeed, Zabi, Islam. We don't have a welterweight rushing yet, but I'm pretty sure we will eventually. And then you got that middleweight fighter that just got a contract off Dana White's contender series. is Khabib's training partner. I don't know his name. But that guy, and then you got another dude at light heavyweight that just fought on Khabib's card. These light heavyweight, these Russian fighters, bro. No joke, and I'm hearing there's this heavyweight Russian fighter that, that's thinking, wrestler, not fighter. Wrestler that's thinking of joining the UFC eventually. So we'll see what happens there. But Sayin Nurmagomedov, no relation to Khabib. That, that guy's a beast. You need to watch out for that guy. He's a real beast. Um, Who else we got here? And then I'm just going to go to the main fight. Grom. Let me see. Gurom Kutis Lades versus Marcus Marcus Gamera. What a crazy fight. That was a crazy fight. I'll tell you why. Grom thought he lost, and initially I saw the fight, but I rewatched it because when I initially watch fights, I can't 
Like, bro, there's too much emotion. My heartbeat's going. Like, I'm too invested in what's going on. That you can't ask me to look at it biasly because I'm, I'm a fan first. And, like, I couldn't. I thought he won. And then he says he lost. But then I went back and looked at it. And to me, he won because, yes, he was on the bottom. But he he was the one with the Oma Plata doing the damage. So, for me, Grom, no... Shame in your victory. You won that fight. In my opinion, you might disagree. This Gamrock guy, he went, came in undefeated. I'm pretty sure he'll be back. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. But they, I believe they won fight of the night. Or if not, Martinez and Almeida did, which is the next fight we're going to talk about. But what a crazy fight. I can't wait to see both of these guys back in, in action in the very near future. It'll be cool if they get Grom on his training partner. Hamza Chimaev's card on December 19th, but I don't know if he's willing to do that, but that would be cool. It was a split decision. I thought it was unanimous, but I don't see... I definitely saw Grom winning that fight. Guram is his name. On to the main card. First fight on the main card. Thomas Almeida versus Jonathan Martinez. Bro, what a fight. Like, at first, like, it was... You could tell who was winning, but it was one of those crazy fights. Like, the action was nonstop, but you can tell who was winning. But it was a very entertaining fight. Jonathan Martinez. I believe this took place in flyweight. Yes, flyweight. So he's going to be a contender there for Davidson Figueiredo's title. I don't, I don't see him ranked yet, so whoever they give him next, I would just keep an eye out on him. And Thomas Almeida looked like the Thomas Almeida that went in beating everybody in the UFC until he ran into Cody Garbrandt. I want to see what he's going to do next. I'm pretty sure he'll do good things. So those are two fighters to keep a lookout for. Jonathan Martinez and Thomas Almeida. Next fight, James Krause and Claudio Silva. Bro, what a crazy fight. First of all, James Krause is a gangster. That fool will fight anybody. Like, you hear fighters say that they'll fight anybody, anytime. James Krause actually means it. But this was a crazy fight back and forth. James Krause controlled it. Easy win for him. I cannot wait. What's next for him? I know next he's going to quarter Megan Anderson for her fight against Amanda Nunes, which I believe is, I want to say it's December 14th. I'm not sure. But I want to say it's December 14th, which a lot of people are speculating that's going to be. If Amanda wins, they're just going to get rid of the featherweight division altogether. So we'll see what happens there. But James Krause, he's another fighter I just like to watch. I don't care who he fights. I just get excited and, and want to watch him fight all the time. Sweet. We covered four fights. Now, Jimmy Crute versus Modesto. I'm not even going to bother with his last name because I wouldn't know. <laughs> Let me try it. Bucascas? Okay, Modesto's Bucascas. I'll figure it out later. In the intro, I'll pronounce his name right. Jimmy Crute versus Modesto's. Bukeskas, I want to say that's his name. But anyway, Jimmy Crute ran through this guy, bro. Like, it was a longer version of 
Francis Ngannou versus Rosinha Rosenstrike, but it just got to the point where Jimmy Crew went F this guy and just ran at him and he started clipping him left and right and like that dude had no chance and like it even got to the point where like the ref almost tripped on the other guy to stop the fight. It was a pretty crazy stoppage. I want, I'm excited to see what Jimmy Crew has coming his way again. I have I don't know which direction they would put him in. I want to say this was his UFC debut, but I can be very wrong. Don't don't hold me to that. But I doubt it was his debut because he wouldn't be this high on the card unless he was a very talented prospect. But I want to say it's his debut. I can be very wrong. Let me see if I can see any of his past fights right here. Let me see Jimmy Crew. Let me see. Let me see. Again, I don't know where Jimmy would go next, but again, I would want to see. I, I he's just one of those fighters that I would like to see fight. This was not his debut. This was his. He's had quite a few fights. This is the first fight I remember seeing him in. I'm a fake fan. <laughs> No, I'm not. But this is my first fight seeing him in. But I honestly don't know where Jimmy would, would fit in at light heavyweight. Right now, that, that division's on fire, bro. So just whatever comes Jimmy's way, I'll be on the lookout. He's a good guy. I want to see what, where he goes from here. Dude was on fire that night. And now co-main event time. Jessica Andraj and Caitlin Chukagian. Bro, okay. I knew Jessica was a force to be reckoned with. But I didn't know how good she would look against the number one contender. I mean, to put it in perspective for you, she, what she did to Caitlin, not even Valentina did. Like, for me, Valentina struggled more against Caitlin, even though she ended up stopping her. For me, the fight with Valentina and Caitlyn was more competitive than this fight. A lot of people were saying Caitlyn was winning because she was the more technical striker, which was true. But throughout that whole fight, Jessica kept walking her down, did not care, took her down whenever she wanted. And then she... Did this fight end in the first or second round? It ended at the end of round one. So, like... That whole round they were going, going, and Caitlyn was doing what I thought she was gonna, gonna do was go in and out, in and out. Cause I knew Jessica for whatever reason. I just had this idea in my head that Jessica Andrade was gonna be like the stronger of the two fighters, which was true. Cause she had her pressed up against the cage. She took her down, but like, bro, when she took her down, she slammed her down. Like it wasn't a technical takedown. Like, no, dude, I'm gonna hurt you when I take you down, and slammed her to the floor. Whenever she wanted and then Caitlyn got up but then it got to the point where Jessica planted her foot and hit her with the liver punch that at first by the way Caitlyn turned around and scrammed she yelled I said scrammed she yelled I thought it was an illegal hit but then I looked at it it was just that she was it really hurt and like she turned around yelled and tried to get back into it but at that point, Jessica Andras channeled her inner Jorge Masvidal and did a flying knee and missed. 
But then she went right back to the body shot and it ended Caitlyn's night. Great fight. Great fight. What I want to see next for Jessica, I want to see her fight Cynthia Calvillo. Because Cynthia Calvillo was supposed to fight Lauren Murphy on the Khabib Gaethje card. But Cynthia tested positive for COVID. So going for the girls flyweights, for the women's flyweights I should say. You should book Cynthia and Jessica either on their own card to headline or you should book them when you book Lauren Murphy's title shot. Because for me, Lauren Murphy earned her, her title shot. So you should book them on that same card. That way they have the next challenger for the title. Because that's, that's the path to take. Because at first I was thinking, okay, Jessica should fight the winner of Lauren Murphy and Cynthia Calvillo for the next title shot. But since Cynthia got hurt, I believe if Lauren looked dominant in her fight, she should, she should get the title shot, which she did. So give her the title shot after. Jennifer Maya and Valentina fight and give her the winner whoever that may be and you should have Cynthia and Jessica fight on that same card or headline like a fight night of their own and for Caitlyn just get back in the winning circle like she bounced back from her loss with Valentina I would want to see what she does maybe go up to 135 stay at 125 who knows but a lot of exciting stuff in all these divisions okay cool now main event time, Brian T.C. Ortega versus Chan Sung, the Korean zombie Jung, or the Korean zombie. Bro, what a fight. What a fight. And this fight was good. Was not close in any fashion of the word close. Brian Ortega put on a striking clinic, which was a concern of mine, because like I told you guys in previous episodes, he... um. Moved to a new camp. They call it the lab, but I want to say the lab is John Crouch's camp down in Arizona. And I know he came over here to Fullerton to train with TJ Dillashaw and Cub Swanson. So he switched up his training camp. And, bro, they made him into a striker. Like, if this was the first ever Brian Ortega fight you've seen, you would assume he's been striking all his life. What he's really been doing was jujitsu all his life, but he didn't even need it. But... Everybody knows how dangerous Brian Ortega's jiu-jitsu is that when Chan Sung Jung, the Korean zombie, would go, like when he would try and blitz him, all Brian would do was like tap his leg to like threaten the takedown and it would make Korean zombie reset and then Brian could keep going to work. That was my favorite thing he did throughout that whole fight was that tap on the leg like, I'm not going to do it, but I'm going to grab your leg, make you think I'm going to take you down. And... What are you going to do about it? But he did take him down, but he really didn't do anything with him. But he was always threatening. And then he did a spinning back elbow that knocked Korean Zombie down. That I believe Korean Zombie says he doesn't remember the third and the fourth round. Which is kind of scary, but he says he doesn't remember. And I was like, man. So with the win, Brian gets Volkanovski next. Like Dana had said it the week leading into the fight. That the winner of this fight gets Alex Volkanovski. I was going to say Brian Ortega gets Alex Volkanovski. So what I would like to see, he says 
I saw a picture on Instagram. I again, it's probably not the best source, but that he's winning a fight in February. Volkanovski is. If that's the case, they're your coaches for the Ultimate Fighter, Brian Ortega, and Alex Volkanovski. Now, the only problem with that is I don't know if they're gonna be able to get Volkanovski into the country because of the whole coronavirus situation. But if they are, because the way they're doing the Vegas fights is they're secluding them to a parking lot. And I don't know how far the hotels are from this the complex, but I'm pretty sure where they do the Contender Series is where they're going to do the Ultimate Fighter. If they could work out a deal with the hotel to have these guys secluded. Because I know they have these guys in like a private house. I don't know how they would do it, but those would be my picks for the Ultimate Fighter. Brian Ortega and Alex Volkanovski, and then you culminated with them fighting in 2021 after the McGregor Poirier. For them to be the February card if they're truly going to fight in February. So there it is, guys. The first episode of the Punch in the Mouth breakdown. If you guys liked it, let me know. If you didn't like it, let me know. Have a good day, guys. I'm going to about to do the breakdown for UFC 254 next.